Hey everyone, welcome to the Balanced Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Marie-Pierre, and for all my English friends out there, you can call me Marie. I am a registered dietitian with a background in psychology. My passion in life is to help individuals heal their relationship with food and their bodies. If you're tired of dieting and tired of restriction, you are at the right place. I'm hoping that this podcast will help and support you as you heal your own relationship with food and your body and give you the tools, the resources, and the knowledge that you need to finally ditch the diets. Every week, you will be hearing from guest experts and myself on all things food, body, and mind. I am so happy that you're here and I cannot wait to support you on your journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy holidays. If you are celebrating, I hope you're going to have the absolute best time. I personally love the holidays. I love the food. (laughs) I love that we're celebrating with food. I love that we're connecting. Also with the holidays means that I get to go see my in-laws, which I really love. They live... um, quite far from where we are. So we get to travel down there for a week and it kind of creates a a really cool um, disconnection from (laughs) everyday life. So I hope that you are also going to have really, really wonderful holidays. And in this podcast episode, I wanted to do something that would be supportive for you over the holidays. Although it can be really fun and enjoyable, I also remember a time that it was not fun and enjoyable. Before I healed my relationship with food in my body, holidays were hard. Holidays were very difficult. Um, they were super challenging based on, you know, the different foods that were available. I couldn't trust myself around food. I didn't trust myself around food. Um, but also, you know, people being around, the types of, of conversations that would happen. I was not able to set boundaries at all. It was super triggering and being out of my routine felt really weird and just uncomfortable. So I can totally relate if you're in that space that you're like, yay, holidays, but also not fully looking forward to it because it implies a lot of things, right? It involves a ton of different things that can be really, really stressful. So today I thought I would make a supportive episode for you and talking about seven tips that I have. So we're able to enjoy the holidays guilt free. And I hope that these will be helpful for you. And if they are, please let me know, send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know which tip resonates most for you and what you're actually going to try to do to be able to have that, um, yeah, that guilt-free holiday. All right. Before we get to the seven tips, I wanted to let you know about a free class that I am doing. If you haven't done it yet, go ahead and sign up. I think the holidays is a really great time to do it because you can take a one hour sit down and really tune in and check in with yourself. This time is for you. This time is really there to support you on how you can also eat guilt-free, have food freedom, feel confident in your body without ever having to diet again, but also without feeling like you're settling, you know, without feeling like you're giving up because truly that's not what it is. 
right? So I would love for you to do this workshop if you think it would be helpful for you. Um, so you can go sign up at www.thebalancepractice.com forward slide sign up. And in this workshop, I'm also going to walk you through my step-by-step -step method. The guilt-free eating method is a method that I created to help people heal, to help people go from dieter, from restriction, from always worrying about their body, their body to a place of freedom. And when I think freedom, I think of I think of connection, alignment. I think of like knowing what to eat, how to eat, trusting yourself around food, no longer binge eating and like all of these pieces that can be really heavy um, and feeling good in your body, the freedom to live, the freedom to just be in your body and not like in a fake way, but really truly um, being, being connected. So if you want that, if you're like, ugh. 2022 is the time for me to do all of this work. Check it out. It is free. All I ask is that you take the time to sit down and listen, you know, take the time to sit down for yourself and allow the information to pour in because sometimes it can be a lot, you know, hearing a lot of different messages and how to. So I want to make sure that you are in the right space to do it. All right, now let's get to the episode. So the first tip that I have for you is to have a structure. And this is really because during the holiday season, our schedule may change a lot, right? And we may let go of structure, which can be great in some sense, right? Like allowing ourselves to flow can be really, really cool. However, we do want to make sure that we are still having three meals plus snacks every day, including a variety of foods right? We want to make sure that we're actually not skipping breakfast because that can happen when, you know, we're maybe sleeping in a little bit later and all of that, and that we are eating every few hours, right? Even if we move less during the holidays, even if our schedule is different, our body still needs nourishment. Our body still needs that consistency. And it can be so easy to skip out on meals or save up for other meals and then overeat at other meals and then feel really bad about it. So make sure that we're keeping that structure. Tip number two, we want to honor our hunger and our satiety. So we want to be able to eat when we are hungry and really avoid saving food for later, saving calories for later. Like if you have a big event coming up or if you have a, a family dinner, anything like that, we want to make sure that we are not saving up for it, right? Because we're literally just setting ourselves up to fail when we do that because we're going to probably eat a lot more than we wanted to because your body will truly need it, right? But it doesn't feel great. We also want to be able to tune into our satiety cues, right? There may be a lot of really delicious foods available, which is great. And we want to be able to tune in and enjoy these foods, right? Like really derive the pleasure from it, be connected to it, and not fall into that mindless eating, right? If you're not hungry at that moment, like I know this happens to me a lot, especially when we go to different places and I'm like, oh, I'm no longer hungry. Sometimes I may still choose to eat the food. But other times it's reminding myself that I can have this food later when I'm hungry for it. And it's actually going to feel so much better when I eat the foods when I'm hungry for it over feeling like I need to have it right now or else I won't be able to. So really grounding yourselves into this piece of like, if I am full right now, I can stop and I can always have more later. Number three, we want to give ourselves permission always, every day, all day. <laughs> so this means that all foods fit, 
An important part of reducing the guilt around foods, it's allowing them to have it, right? If we continue to tell ourselves, oh, I can't have this, or, you know, I'll be good this time and I won't have that, or I need to save for later or whatever, what would happen is we're most likely going to increase our cravings, right, for those foods. And when we maybe give us ourselves like condition to like, like, oh, I can have it now, we may go overboard because we know it's conditional, right? We know that like, I'm only allowing myself today. So I need to eat most of it because tomorrow I won't to. So it's kind of like that last supper feeling, right? Almost think about it. Like, I know, I don't know if you've ever heard this example of um, the pink elephant, right? So if I tell you right now, Whatever you do in this moment currently, do not think about a pink elephant. Don't think about it. Don't imagine it. Don't think about the elephant. Don't think about how pink it is. Don't think about the elephant at all. What happens is your brain is probably going to start thinking about a pink elephant, (laughs) right? Because what we're doing is you're like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Like you can't do it. And what happens is that we start hyper-focusing on it. Same thing will apply with food right? The more that we add rules, the more that we add restriction, the more that we're going to increase our cravings and our food thoughts and obsessions. So telling ourselves that we can't is actually not supportive. So what we want to do is before meals um, or before the holidays event, reminding ourselves like I can choose to eat any food that I want. And this is a simple mindset shift, right? I can choose to eat whatever foods that I desire. I get to choose. I get to have it right? So continuously reminding ourselves that we do have permission. Number four, we want to let go of the all or nothing thinking, right? It is not all or nothing. There's very little things in life that are all or nothing, but we often get stuck in that mind trap. There will be times where you will eat past point of satiety. It happens. As humans, we will eat past point of satiety. We will overeat, right? We're not robots. Um, this is 100% normal and it's not a, per- a personal failure. We're, we're humans and it happens. So what we don't want to do is set ourselves up of like, I can't ever do that because if it does happen, then we're like, well, F this then, let me go all out, right? And I think I don't know if you have, but I know I definitely have that experience of having these rules. And as soon as I break the rule, I'm like, well, fuck it. I already broke it. So let me just go all in. Right. A lot of us do that. So instead, what we want to do is to set the expectations that there will be times that we will be really mindful. And then there will be times that we may be less mindful and that we may overeat. And that is okay because that is part of our human experience. And the more that we normalize it, the more that we actually regain control. Number five, this one's a hard one. Five, we want to set boundaries. Boundaries are really important as a part of self-care and self-advocacy. Having boundaries with family members and friends around conversations that may be more triggering, right? So talking about food, talking about bodies, those are no-goes. Those are not things that we want to engage in. So things that we can do is one, asking yourself, what are things for you that feels maybe triggering, that feels frustrating, or maybe that saddens you when you talk about it with others, right? Something maybe relating to your body, to food, eating the behavior. So try to think about maybe those different topics that are more sensitive for you. Then we want to identify who are the people that we need to set boundaries with, right? Then I suggest proactively setting boundaries. Right. So letting them know in advance, like, hey, I'm coming back home for the holidays. You know, I really cannot wait to spend time with you. Um, But, you know, I've been working on 
my relationship to food and my body. And I've learned that when I talk about diets or weight loss, I end up feeling sad and frustrated. So it doesn't really help me. May I ask you that when we are together for the holidays, we actually don't talk about these topics, right? So setting like a clear boundaries with, with our loved ones can be so helpful. Number six, self-care. Even if you're not home, we want to make sure that there is like bubbles of times or times that we're going to be able to take care of ourselves, right? So having a self-care plan or routine that we're going to be able to do every day to still have something for us, right? I think with all the holidays craziness, it can sometimes be easy to kind of forget ourselves in the, in the mess. So actionable items would be to try to think about three non-negotiables you need to do on a daily basis to take care of yourself, right? So this could be like deep breathing before a family event. It could be joyful movement. It could be watching a movie, listening to your favorite music. I know something for me that I like to do. So when I leave for the holidays, I'm not in my space for a really long time. (laughs) And for that, I mean a week, but I am very much a homebody. I love to be home. So not being home in itself is something that, um, I I won't, don't want to use the word triggering, but it's something that I don't, um, love per se, right? I love to be home. So things that I do for my non-negotiable to take care of myself is one, I take a walk every day by myself. I need time by myself. I need time, just me, not with the family to just come back to myself, to just decompress, right? That is something that I do every day. For me, part of my self-care is making sure that we eat really um, consistently. My in-laws tend to not eat lunch. (laughs) And that's something that was super difficult for me in the past, right? Because I felt bad like eating when other people were not eating. And now like this is part of my self-care. Like, and this is something I talk with my partner every time before we go to the hall, like to his parents is I need to eat food. I need to make sure that my body is fed. So even if, you know, other people are not eating, like I will be eating because I need to. Um, yeah, so those are really big things that for me are super, super helpful. And then for us, it, there's a lot of like chilling and watching movies and those are always helpful too. All right, last but not least, we want to make sure that we are not setting diet resolution right? Intentionally reminding yourselves that this year is not the year for a diet. In January, we're not going to start Noom. We're not going to start WW, aka Weight Watchers. We're not going to jump on a new diet. The thought of dieting and being restrictive may come back during the, the holidays, especially if we've indulged, right? If you have indulged in the holidays, maybe you've eaten more than you typically do. Uh, Maybe we've moved a little bit less, like all of these things together may lead us to be in a space of like, maybe a little bit more discomfort where we may feel like, oh no, like I need to diet again. I need to get back on track. As soon as I get home, I'm getting back on track. Right. And this is where we want to really make sure that we are not right. That we really want to make sure that we are able to intentionally set other non-body related goals, other things that we are able to do to not focus on dieting. Right. And I think like when we're not dieters, like even this piece of like indulging and like overeating over the holidays doesn't happen as much. Right. And when we can see that, like that is a, 
the response to dieting. Like if you're a dieter and then you're like going somewhere and there's all these foods, like, of course, you're going to want to indulge. You never let yourself indulge. Right. So even like reminding ourselves about that to be able to come back and be like, okay, no, like this year, what am I focusing on? What do I want to do? And I mean, you don't even need to set a freaking resolution, you know, like I don't, I'm still very, um, I don't know how I feel about resolutions, to be honest with you kind of like them because I love goal setting, but at the same time, I don't feel you need to wait to January to do that. But regardless, if it is something that you do, just make sure that they are non-body related goals. Yeah. So those are my seven tips for you over the holidays. So quick recap. One, we want to have a structure, eat three meals a day Two, honor your hunger and your satiety. Three, give yourself permission to eat Four, let go of the all or nothing thinking five, set boundaries, six, have a self-care plan, and seven, have non-diet resolutions. I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that you're going to have the best holidays, that you're going to be able to implement some of these actionable tools. Again, if 2022 is the year for you to heal your relationship with food in your body, start today. Don't wait to 2022. One, because if you're in Ontario, you can use your insurances in December. So do that if you can. But two, because we want to get your mind, your you set in the right mindset before the holidays. I don't want the holidays to be stressful for you this year. I want the holidays to be wonderful. And then to support you through January, right? It is time to heal a relationship with food in our body. And truly like this work will change your life dramatically. And I know it can sound dramatic when I say that literally, but it has for me and for now 500 women who have been through the guilt-free method, it's life-changing, right? When we are able to let go of diets, reject diet culture, we have so much more brain space and we're able to enjoy and we're able to take care of ourselves and be free and be present and all of the things. So if this year is your year, I'm here with you and I cannot wait to support you. So go check out the free class. So you're going to learn the step-by-step. This is all about being super transparent. You're going to know exactly how I work. You're going to get to learn more about me to see if I'm your person. And if I am, I can't freaking wait. Like this is going to be a good year. All right. On that note, my friend, I hope you have a wonderful holiday. We will catch you in the next episode.